Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Think Tank Shore Shifts. I'm your guide, Jehu Jeffrey Lavecchio, with my co-host Topher Christopher Scott. Uh, Tope has no idea what topic I brought today. We're 9.46 left. We got 10 minutes on the clock. Tope, our topic, if you choose to talk about it or not, you have no choice, actually. You have to accept this. Um, I want to talk about something we've talked about on the podcast before. But I've had a lot of conversations with with retired pro hockey players lately about what they're seeing in the youth game um, leading up into juniors. And uh, so I just really wanted to dive into it. How, when, why, or is there even a time where you would be using um, PEP and instruments on the ice and, you know, going through the things and, you know, what, everything that PEP is, right? Like, because we've talked about it on the show. We've talked about, you know, the good, some of the bad. What are your thoughts on it? Is there good? Is there bad? Would you use it? And if so, when? So here is what I will say. Um, and for those of you that don't know what PEP is, that is Power Edge Pro. And um, basically, I think, Jeffrey, the question you're asking is like, is there a time for implements on the ice? Um, yeah. You know, like little levers to put pucks under, jump But over. specifically, like how you know, we all see how they do that. We're like, it's all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the answer to that question, again, I, I, I don't like talking in like absolutes because there's always an area in between. I don't want to say like these things are the best thing ever, or these things should never be on the ice because I think there can be a balance for those kinds of things. Um, what I will say was I, I don't believe that those implements are great for teaching hockey sense. I think those implements, um, and again, using those things or, or using anything is only good as the coach that's doing the practice. <laughs> that's more important than any of the things that are on the ice or not on the ice, right? Like the drill design and and the motivation and, you know, the go get it of of the coach is a lot more important than, you know, the what, if that makes any sense. Um, but like with a lot of those implements on the ice, the reason why I don't love it is because a lot of times we're just teaching kids to do skills with their heads down. Um, and a lot of times now you can do different drills with those things where there are some passes involved. Um, but at the end of the day, like it's not comparative to what happens in a real game and all of the research out there on practice to game transfer says that the practice has to look as much like the game and making decisions like the game as you can. And I don't believe you can do great practices with those things on the ice with that stuff. Now, is there a time and a place for it? Sure. Can you work on your skills with it? Sure. But at the end of the day, like the research about how skills transfer does not really 
go into that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, a hundred percent. I feel the same way. I mean, I love that you said that any tool is only good as the coach and players like using it and how they're using it. That's, that's such a great thing to remember and being able to kind of say like, Oh, I think it's great. I think it makes sense when you can put those things into drills. I also think like every now and then it's not bad. Um, especially with players who don't have as good hands. Like I look at some of that stuff and I'm like, man, like that probably could have really helped me, but also only if I had a coach out there who was forcing me to scan the ice, keep my head up, make passes in between going up over around and through to grandma's house around the pep on the ice. Right. So like, I think that, you know, the coaching has got to be there for that stuff. Um, I do think there is a place for it, but I also think that like too many people are just doing that and doing that all the time. And Toph has said over and over, like, there's no passing. And, and like one of the biggest things that he's seen in the youth game is that like passing hasn't been, it hasn't gotten better over the last couple of years. It's, it's probably going downwards actually. Uh, am I right in saying, quoting you that? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, it's a massively important part of the game. Like this hockey's not basketball basketball. You can have one absolute stud and he, he you can almost win games on a one guy being just nasty offensively. Hockey's not basketball. It doesn't work that way. Like you have to use your teammates. You absolutely have to. And hockey sense is a big part of that. And if you're only practicing drills on your own by yourself with the puck on your stick all the time, you're not learning like the other parts of the game or how you weave those into into each other. And I think that's the most important part of the game. For sure. And you talk about like, again, practice to game transfer of the skills. Like how often in a game are you going against defensemen who is standing still? Right. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and a lot of being able to beat defensemen, create space is being able to read body cues of the players that you're playing against. Which way are they leaning? Where's their stick? You know, where their feet positioning, how fast are they going? What angle are they going at? And so you can't get that by playing against uh, an implement on the ice. You can get that by playing against another defenseman on the ice. Right. And so I, I wanted, um, and actually, so first thing, if you haven't listened to our episode a couple weeks ago, with uh, Rutger and Jimmy McGordy. I think that's a great episode, particularly what we're talking about right now, because Jimmy, who, you know, Rut's a first round draft pick, but Jimmy also coached a bunch of first round draft picks in youth hockey. And he talks about from a skill acquisition standpoint and from like a hockey sense standpoint, how like one-on-one -on -one skill development and, you know, doing things just by like, again, you have to learn the game and how to play the game. And, and he talked, you know, really, really passionately about, um, how skill development and how it's done a lot today is actually leading to players not being better <laughs> because they're not thinking the game as much. They're skilled, but they're not thinking the game as much. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to bring up because, you know, doing this hockey think tank thing, um, one of the people that I really, really think is one of the smartest people I know in the game. He's a skill development coach for the Blackhawks right now. His name is Brian Kane. We've had him on the podcast a couple different times and both genius. times, like he's an absolute genius and he's done so much research on things like this. And so I, I actually asked him the question, if you were to give me your top three tips to give to youth coaches about planning a practice, what would they be? Um, and he gave me three things. One, clear objectives and appropriate challenge point. 
What are we working on and how can we make it challenging enough for the players in front of us to stimulate learning? Okay. Number two, gamify to enhance engagement and encourage competitiveness. How can we make this drill a game? And then the third one, which is kind of what we're talking about right now, create drills and games where players are making decisions that they'll have to make in games. Keep the game read and action connected. And so like, you know, he, this guy, dude, like this guy's the smartest freaking guy in the world when it comes to drill design, practice planning and things like that. And he's worked his way to, to be, you know, working with the Blackhawks right now. He was a skills coach for Patrick Kane, you know, like, um, that's a big deal. You're pretty good at your job when you get those two things. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I, there's a time and a place for the implements and the powered pro stuff. You know, there's, there's some benefits to it, but at the end of the day, like I'm not a huge fan because it's not yeah. very game-like. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Do you think there's like a place, like if you're going out to stick and puck on your own and you got one of those things or some kind of instrument, like using it on your own, like that yeah. makes sense to me. That makes yeah. a lot more sense. Again, to me, And that's you know? why, like, I don't like to be in absolutes. Right. Like, yeah. There's, of course, there's a middle ground for, for everything. And uh, like, I actually enjoy doing drills where like you do have to jump over something you're working on your edges and you're getting outside your comfort zone a little bit, <laughs> um, right. which you can do with some of those implements and stuff. Um, so yeah, like moral of this story for me anyway, is there's a time and a place. Um, is it going to teach hockey sense? No, I don't think so. But at the end of the day, like, again, whether you're doing power edge pro, whether you're not doing power edge pro, the thing that really matters is the practice plan and the coach's execution of the practice plan and the skills that they are trying to impart on the players. What we're talking about is almost secondary to that. Yeah. Love it. So love I don't it. know. Did you have any other strong thoughts on it? No, I, I just you said you were talking to like some, some other like pro hockey. Guys. Yeah. And it was just like, guys are just playing with their head down and they're not as good at passing, but like you see them in a practice and their individual skill is awesome. So what I will say to kind of end this, I know we got like 30 seconds left is talking as a former college coach and having spoken and been in that world with like talking all the time with NHL scouts, other college guys and stuff like coaches at the highest levels do not think that kids coming up today have very good hockey sense. And the reason mm -hmm. why is because of what we're talking about. <laughs> it's not mm -hmm. so much. There's a lot of skill, not so much smartness. So mm -hmm. uh, love it. Let us, what you, let us know what you guys think. Let yep, us know what you think. Show, Cheers, show. Show. Cheers.